Walsh has got it, swinging around. Gee, the tackle was a little high. Collingwood win by four. McComb not quite. Gorn hopeful. Now Jamari Ugalhagen kicks it long. It's got a lot of carry. That's something extraordinary. It's a high five from Jamari Glory. It's coming back. Hey guys and welcome to the 26th edition of the In The Sand Show. Today, we're going to have a look at my reviews of the No Limit boxing card held up in Gold Coast just under two weeks ago and have a look at last week's UFC card where we saw some Aussies take on the biggest MMA stage of the world and take on some of the best in the world. We are joined with also the Queensland heavyweight champion Troy Pilcher who also fought on the Tim Zoo card just a couple weeks ago. So let's get into the news to start the show. We're going to have a review of the Tim Zhu versus Carlos Campo fight card and the first fight of the day to start the prelims kicked off the show was Liam Talivaha taking on Isaac Licky. Talivaha is looking to be the next best prospect in Australian heavyweight division. He knocked out Licky in the first round putting on a wonderful display as he always does. He rises to 5-0 and I think the next horizon for Tully Vaha should be against Troy Pilcher for a regional belt. I'll touch on that a bit more later, but Tully Vaha is a fighter that would definitely scare, scare the division. The way you can see out fights to unanimous decision victories, but also have that knockout power up his sleeve is just phenomenal. And it's something most fighters want. The way in his last fight, he just worked worked the, the, the fight up against him um, for four rounds. But then he can just knock him out in the first round. So it's it's just something you'd love to have. The next fight was for the Queensland Heavyweight Championship with two guys fighting a rematch in Troy Pilcher, who is uh, joined with us today, and Hazley Happy. The last time these two faced each other was October last year, and it ended a majority draw. Words went back and forth between the pair, and a bit of a rivalry was brewing, but Pilcher wasted no time. Finished the fight with a first-round knockout, getting the Queensland Championship and putting the division on notice when I had a chat to Pitchler to see what's next for him. He said it's all about the belts. He just wants to rack up belts and have something to show people when he gets older. He's got all these belts, and he's already started this with the Queensland Heavyweight Championship. And the next fight, he said it could be for an IBO regional belt. And he said if he matches up with Liam Talivaha, which he even said... It'll be a cracker fight. And when I said, who do you want next? He said, Tully Vaha as well. Both undefeated guys. And I think that'll be a really, really interesting fight. Both guys with knockout power, but also got the capability to see it out. Go to the eight rounds, four rounds, whatever it is. See out the fight. But I think those two fighters are going to look to be the next best in the heavyweight division. And hopefully we get to see them one day face off against each other. To headline the prelims, it was undefeated Australian Vegas Larfield facing Filipino General Castino.
these super bantamweights put on a six-round show with Larfield dominating the fight and winning by unanimous decision. The super bantamweight division is really growing in Australia. We have the likes of Sammy Goodman fighting next for a world championship and domestically we have Vegas Larfield dominating and knocking out domestic and international opponents. I think we'll see Larfield fight for another regional belt next. This was only the second time in his professional career that he's gone to a decision winning seven times by finishes. He extends his record to 9-0 and Larfield looks to be forced to be reckoned with. His experience, even at 9-0, is so large. He's fought on some really big cards. He got his debut on the um, Tim Zubas, Jeff Horn card where he just dominated his opponent there. And then only in his third fight, he headed over to America to fight another undefeated fighter and he knocked him out. It was a Mexican fighter. And uh, he's got that experience already. He's faced many international opponents, but whether they be domestic or international, no matter where they are, who it is, what it's for, I think he can be uh, somewhere, anywhere close to where um, Sammy Goodman is now. And hopefully Sammy Goodman wins that title. We'll see Vegas Larfield rise and hopefully we'll have two uh, super bantamweights that are looking to be really, really strong. To start the main card, it was undefeated Rocky Ogden taking on 12-1 Mark Schleaves in a 57-kilo catchweight fight. Schleaves was back from a two-and-a-bit-year break from, pro- from professional boxing, and his next target was Ogden. This fight had a lot of words to it, with both fighters going at it before the fight started at the press conference. A lot of words online, and it was going to look to be a really, really interesting fight and Ogden seemed really composed in this one but Schlieb just went went at it and uh gave all his words to Ogden before the fight even started but Ogden didn't let any of this get to him he dropped Schlieb's a couple times in the first round and then Ogden finished it moments later to win by finishing the first round and for all that hype Schlieb's really hyped that fight up trying to get in Ogden's head didn't show it at all though he got a bit starstruck and um Ogden's looking to be the next best in the super featherweight division, this fight was at the 57 kilo catchweight, but I'm sure he'll move back up. He's the Australian champion of the super, super featherweight, and um, that division's looking really stacked as well with Liam Wilson um, looking to get a world title as well. The next fight was between Justin Frost and Hus Hamdan for the Australian super lightweight championship. Frost has fought for this title many times, but he was faced with Haas, who was backed with his father, being a world title challenger, and Jeff Fennick in his corner. Unfortunately, we didn't see the 10-round fight we wanted, with Haas being cut just under under his eyebrow due to an accidental headbutt, which left the fight to go to the judges with only the first four rounds being fought. Haas Hamdan secured the win, and I think he can really make this super lightweight division really exciting. He has a perfect corner with loads of experience behind him, and I think Hamdan is the future of the super lightweight division, especially in Australia, but hopefully internationally as well. This car that No Limit has put on has been full of potential and can definitely push for titles, most of these guys, and most of the guys that have been on here that have got the potential to to um, win world titles, to win championships, to win belts, um, they've got the job done in uh, in their fight on the No Limit card. That wraps up the first half of the No Limit card. After the break, we're going to have a look at the co-main event and the main event. Also, have a look at some Aussies in the UFC. So thank you for listening to the In The Stand Show. I'll catch you after the break. 
If you feel down Karen Way, just call Mitchell Toll. Or in Patterson Lace, just call Mitchell Toll. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Toll. Buy a summer house, just call Mitchell Tall. Mitchell Tall. Real estate. Oh, yeah, little real estate. We want more. Call TAD to remodel my place. Said I wanted it to be that kind of place. Knee deep in the reno, sinking in our fights. Other shonky builders waking me up at night. And Adam plays the boss man. He listens to the customer Don't you remember He built this kitchen He built this kitchen with T-A-D We built this kitchen We built this kitchen with T-A-D We built this kitchen We built this kitchen with T-A-D Hey everyone, we're Friday Night Frothies. What's it all about? It's about laughter and not taking yourself too seriously. Ah, it's about sports and current events. And we might even introduce you to some different beers. So tune in live Friday nights. Or listen to our podcast at radiocarum.org. You know you've got nothing better to do. Bang. Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy, and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC, and when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Caram. Tune in and enjoy. My name is Océane, I come from Martinia and you are listening to Radio Carom. Hello, I'm Con. And I'm Stav. And, and we're we Eddie Nucky. You're listening to Radio Carom. Welcome back to the In The Stand show and now we're going to have a look at the co-main event and the main event of the Zoo vs. Campo card. Also, we're going to have a look at the UFC fight night last week where a couple Aussies fought and uh, some got the victory. The next fight of the Zuvers Ocampo card was the co-main event. It was Australia's Sammy Goodman taking on Ray Salim for the IBF world title eliminator with the winner going on to face Marlon Tapales for the IBF Super Bantamweight World Championship. This was Sammy Goodman's first time going to 12 rounds and with a competition ahead of him, it was always going to be tough. Aleem was also undefeated with 20-0, and his reach was really going to bother Goodman. Aleem 
looked to come on top with the first five rounds, but Goodman really dug in deep and really put the pressure on Aleem towards the later rounds, securing a split decision victory where the judges' uh, decision were really interesting. We had two very one-sided Sammy Goodman um, results and then one really uh, one-sided Ray Salim uh, results. In, when I when I judged, I only had Goodman winning by two rounds and uh, they had him winning, winning by four. It was very interesting the way uh, the judges scored this, but um, all that matters is Sammy Goodman got the win and uh, he's going to go on to challenge uh, Tapales for that world championship and hopefully we see Sammy Goodman bring home a world title for Australia we've got a couple uh, world title holders already and um, another one would be great and I think he can definitely beat Tapales he's backing his fans most of them travel where he goes but if this one's abroad I don't think we'll have him but I'm sure he'll still uh, feel the hype and I think he'll definitely uh, win against Tapales and bring home that belt the main event was highly anticipated matchup between Tim Zhu and Carlos Ocampo. Last fight, Tim Zhu secure, secured the WBO interim world title with a vicious knockout win over Tony Harrison. He dominated Harrison and that fight came in with a lot of hype. Uh, Tim Zhu was just winning fight after fight, beating all his domestic opponents, also international opponents, heading over to America to beat Terrell, Terrell Gaucher. Um, where he overcome a bit of adversity. But this fight against Harrison last time, it was uh, an interesting one because Harrison came in with a lot of confidence. He thought he was going to um, stop the Tim Zhu show, but uh, he didn't at all. And Timmy uh, really gave it to Tony Harrison. But then his next defense before, um, hopefully before Jamel Charlo, which uh, we don't think is going to happen, but um, it was Carlos Acampo. He chose the fort Carlos Acampo. He always wanted to fight a Mexican opponent like his dad did because um, he thought the Mexican opponents were really brutal. They didn't do much talking. They just uh, put put the show on on the night um, and where it mattered to win the fight. Well, this fight, many people thought that Ocampo was really going to scare Zhu. Uh, he had the power to knock people out, whether, whether it was to the body, to the head. Um, he, he could definitely had the potential to knock Tim out, many thought. But to start it off, Tim Zhu entered and he saw that gap and he uh, he went for it. He knocked out a Campo. He dropped him first time. Um, Campo got up and then he just finished that job and uh, retained his title. And um, next was hopefully going to be Jamal Charlo, who at this point is pretty much ducking uh, Tim Zhu. Um, he, this fight could have happened at least a year ago, but uh, he's had a hand injury and Tim Zhu wanted to just stay fit. But then uh, today, this morning, it was just announced that Charlie is taking on Canelo Alvarez. He's stepping up two divisions to fight Canelo Alvarez. And um, I understand where he's going. He wants to uh, fight someone more experienced and probably um, get a bigger payday than he would Tim Zhu. But for Tim Zhu, he's been waiting years for this opportunity to fight Jamal Charlo. And now that he's ready to fight, he's chosen someone two divisions up. And he hasn't fought in the super welterweight division for a whole year, year and a bit now. Um, I think the best way this would be resolved is if um, he relinquishes all his titles. Because, look, it's just unfair. But whether they give Tim Zhu the WBO world title, which I'm sure will happen, um, by the time he relinquishes all his titles and they've got people to come in, it's going to take the same amount of time than it will for him to go up to super middleweight and then come down to super welterweight to fight Tim Zhu again. 
So this uh, this scenario is really hard to pick, um, and I'm sure for Tim Zhu it'd be really, really frustrated. But um, I'm sure he'll stay fit and ready, and he'll take on another opponent uh, pretty soon. But this fight was set to be done and uh, announced in a couple of days, but we had a completely different outcome. But now to switch it up from boxing, we're heading over to MMA. And last week we had a couple Aussies fighting on the UFC Fight Night card. And the first Aussie that was fighting was Jack Jenkins. Jack Jenkins beat Jamal Emers with a split decision victory on the prelims at uh, UFC uh, Jacksonville. He won his ninth straight time and had a really... Cr- Really close fight with Jamal Emers, getting his second win as a UFC fighter. After a win on the Dana White Contender Series, Jenkins performed great. And with a, with a two decision victories in a year, he said that he wants to fight Nate Landwehr next in Sydney, who just briefly missed out on a top 15 spot against Dan Ige. If Jenkins can rack up another victory, I think not only he'll shock the featherweight division, he'll just slowly move up that, those rankings in a... Hopefully we can see another world title, but um, he's going to have to get into the top 15 first and beat Nate Landwehr if he wants to anytime soon. The next Aussie to fight on this card was Justin Taffer taking on Austin Lane in the opening round of the main card bout Jacksonville. Uh, Lane inadvertently poked Taffer in both eyes, forcing the referee to stop and call time out. Taffer, who had blood leaking from his right eye, was allowed Five minutes to recover, but repeatedly said he couldn't see out of it, causing the, causing the fight to be called off as a no contest. And I'm sure Taffa would love to have this rematch. He's got that knockout power, and I'm sure if it went on a bit longer, he would have knocked him out. And um, he's on a two-fight win streak, and I'm sure uh, if he had a bit more time, he would have shocked him. But that wraps up the fight news on today's show. After the break, we're joined with the Queensland heavyweight champion, Troy Pilcher. So thank you for listening to the In The Sand Show. I'll catch you after the break. This is Mindy Mongwang. You're listening to Radio Karam. Hi, I'm Josie from Space Folk. And when I want to stay groovy, I listen to Radio Caram. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nice. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. 
Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. This is Tor Larson from Radio Karam, host of Sunrise on Super 8 on Saturday mornings 9 to 12. Stay groovy. Welcome back to the In The Sand show and now we are joined with Queensland's heavyweight champion and undefeated knockout artist Troy Pilcher. So Troy, how are you going? Hey Alex, good man. Yeah, got some boxing fights to go to tonight so it's kind of good to be on the other side of the rope so looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. So to kick off the questions, not even a week ago, you retained your heavyweight title up against Hazley Happy by winning by first round knockout. How was that experience? And did the fight go the way you planned it out to? Mate, the experience was unreal. Like, so this was the biggest show I've ever fought on, No Limit being the pinnacle of boxing in Australia. And um, everything from the, the open workouts to the, the weigh-ins and the whole fight week in general was awesome. But the, the night was something else. The whole I mean, atmosphere was was absolutely electric and um man it was such a such a privilege to be on there for sure as far as the fight goes um we fought last year so yeah um we ended up in a draw um mm. so I'm, I'm, I'm always going to prepare alex for an eight round war like you know the hardest fight the best opponent that's uh that's gonna be right in front of me so i I'm, i was never looking for an early finish so that early knockout was uh definitely welcome um but yeah, definitely not expected. Yeah, yeah. So now you've really put the heavyweight division on notice after your last win. Every every opponent you've knocked out and you're undefeated. Who's next for you? Look, man. Um, there's a few few solid heavyweights in Australia. I, I want to keep. I want to be challenged. Um, there's there was a good opponent um, for me. Um, he was the first on the card, Liam Talibar. He is. Yeah. He's. He's another knockout out of So mm-hmm. I think if we ended up uh, getting in the ring together, there'd be there'd be fireworks for sure, and it's a good 50-50 match that one. But yeah, um, there, there are plenty of other opponents out there for me. Um, even even on an international level, I think. Um, but we're just going to take it easy. We're we're still just out of the ring. I think the the coaches are looking at some opponents now, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. So last week's fight, you just said before, you're on a huge card. You're headlined by a world title fight. How was the experience? I mean. You've got some of the best in the world on that card, and then you you fought on that card and got a huge win as well. Yeah, well, like I mean, this is what you train for. This is this is your dream when you when you first start boxing, you know, or uh, in any sport really. So I guess anyone can kind of relate to that. So you're brushing brushing uh, shoulders with probably future legends of the sport, you know, Tim Zoo, and you see him um, behind the scenes, and 
you know, you can kind of pick up on that energy. You need to, you need to know what 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 kind of uh, energy you need to bring to the table. You know, so you're you're seeing the way that they're walking about, and um, mate, it was it was awesome, mate. Just every every part of it was just great. Yeah, yeah. So all the fights you've won by knockout. Which one was your favourite, and why? Mate, this one. This yeah. is this is by far. Like obviously, um, I'm not too sure if you know Alex, but we we all going backwards and forwards a little bit on social media, yeah. and yeah, um, sure. we 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 were once friends, so. Um. Yeah, it was just it was just good to finally shut him up, you know. Um, all the it kind of lit a felt fire under under myself, and to get into the gym and work as hard as I had. Um, there were a few injuries and a few little niggles, but we pushed through it just just for the sake of winning. And um, this this was the most satisfactory, and and the way it finished too. Dropped him a couple of times before that, and um, getting that that last devastating uppercut was uh was beautiful. It was awesome. Yeah, would have been would have been great. <laughs> um, your record speaks for yourself. You're the next up and coming the heavy heavyweight division. What's your goal for the rest of your career? Um, mate, I, I've I've got a, I know I've got a long life to live after boxing as well. So, um, I want to get this this career. Um, I'm all about titles, mate. I'm not about the money or anything. I want to be. I want to. I want to be able to. Tell, tell the grandkids, you know, show them, show them the trophies and the belts that I've won over my lifetime. So I want to be able to um, pick up as many of the most prestigious titles I want as I, as I can, sorry. Um, yep. The Australian title is 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 the next one, I think, um, for the next big one at least. That's uh, very prestigious. And then um, one of the big four belts in the Oceania region or even a world title one day if, if, if it's on the cards. But I think there's a bit of time there, so. Um, one step at a time. That's the way I treat my treat my career as it is. Just one step at a time. The next thing is a there's a bit of an IBO bout that's been um, talked about for the next fight. Yeah. But um, the Australian title is the next one. That's 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 what's in front of me. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. So that wraps up all my questions today. So thank you, Troy, for joining me. I really appreciate it, and I wish you the best of luck with the rest of, rest of your career. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Eves, Alex. You're doing a great job, man. Thank you so much. Thanks. That wraps up the In The Sand Show for this week. So thank you for listening to the In The Sand Show. I'll catch you next week. Walsh has got it. Twigging around. Gee, the tackle was a little high. Coming with win by four. McComb not quite. Gorn hopeful. Now Jamar Hagen kicks it long. It's got a lot of carry. That's something extraordinary. It's a high five.